Welcome back everyone, Tetsuo here. I'm sorry for the delay in uploads. My life has been a little crazy and I've just haven't found the time to record. Okay, some things I've been up to this summer is that I got a new job. Um, I get to work from home, but also the job is very demanding. Hence why I have not been able to upload as much episodes as I wanted to. I think I've gotten used to the hang of my job now, so um, I'm going to do my best to try to find time to record for you guys. Some other things too is that I've been watching a lot of anime during my spare time to just decompress from work. What about you? What have you been doing this summer? Let me and everyone know in the comments below. I can't wait to record more episodes as Halloween approaches. I hope everyone is just as excited as me. Anyways, without further ado, relax and turn on your nightlights. Please enjoy these five scary stories to chill your soul. Story 1 This past year, I started interviewing people at my workplace. We hired a lady and started her training with us. The first day of training for us was to get to know each other. She told me a story about her past. For privacy, her name will be Alice. When Alice was younger, she used to get bullied a lot. There was this one mean kid who would call her names and pick on her every day. One day, when Alice was waiting for her parents to pick her up from school, she saw her bully also waiting for his mom to pick him up too. She was so fed up with him that she yelled out loud, I hope your mom dies in a car accident. Moments later, a car accident occurred right near the school. All the students who were waiting for their parents rushed to see who it was. It was the bully's mother, lying dead in the car. However, when Alice approached the car, she noticed something strange. The mother's eyes were looking straight at her. Alice freaked out and left the area. Ever since that incident, Alice tells me she's been scared to death by the dark and sees the mother in the dark. Alice experiences sleep paralysis every night if she sleeps with the lights off. She carries a flashlight with her when it's nighttime because she says that she can sense the mother is near and trying to get at her. Alice even covered her whole car interior with LED lights trying to prevent the mother from getting her in the car when she drives at night. Due to this, Alice is super stressed. She takes pills to keep her sanity and to fall asleep. She tells me, every time I look into the dark, I could just see those eyes that I saw at the car accident that happened years ago. She's always there in the dark and she is very angry at me. When Alice told me all of this, I couldn't even train her anymore because I was so scared. I recommended her to go see a shaman. 
but she says she doesn't believe in shaman stuff, so I just don't know how to help her. Story 2 I lived for about five years in a haunted house. The resident ghost was named Vivian. The house had been built for her and she lived in it until her death. The house sat empty for a number of years and had not been in good shape to begin with. So it was pretty run down when my landlord purchased it. He first became aware of Vivian when most of his repairs were undone right before his eyes. Securely, unanchored curtain rods flew halfway across the room. Tools would disappear, all kinds of little things like that. Finally, he stood in the middle of the living room and said out loud, Look Vivian, I appreciate that you love your house, and I do too. However, if I don't get it fixed up, the city will condemn it and will knock it down. Neither of us wants that. So why don't you stop undoing everything that I do and let me save our house? Soon after that, my landlord didn't have any more problems. I first became aware of Vivian shortly after I moved into my studio apartment which was over the garage, across the back entry hall, from the basement stairs. I was home alone, and the landlord had gone out of town taking his dogs with him, when I heard footsteps coming up the basement stairs, thinking perhaps some neighborhood kid had gotten through the basement window, which has happened in the past. I went out to look. Nothing. No one in sight, nothing disturbed. I went back to my book. Then I heard the steps coming up the stairs again, even though no steps had ever gone down. This had happened several times, and then it got quiet. I told the landlord about it, and that's when he told me about Vivian. Vivian was never frightening or threatening. Once she decided that she liked you, you were welcome in her house. And she became somewhat protective. We had a girl living here for a few months, and it quickly became apparent that Vivian did not like her. I saw a coffee mug fly out of a cupboard and across the room shattering on the wall behind the girl's head, barely missing her. The girl's things frequently disappeared, only to turn up later somewhere else. After she moved out, we discovered she's been stealing from the both of us. Apparently, Vivian was trying to warn us, or maybe just scare the girl off. Vivian had several dogs while she was still alive in the house, but only one of them stayed on with her as a ghost. We'd hear the click-clack of doggy toenails on the floor even when Elsa, our resident live dog, was visibly lying elsewhere or feel a cold wet nose on the back of a calf. Elsa didn't seem to mind this ghost dog, though 
Though you could see Elsa watch this ghost dog go by sometimes. The landlord finally sold the house, and he had a heck of a time doing so. After all, we had to find someone that Vivian liked. A number of buyers came through, and things mysteriously stopped working. No lights one time, no heat the next. Finally, we knew that we had our buyer, even before they bid, because when they came through, absolutely everything worked fine. Sure enough, they bought the place. As far as we know, Vivian is still living at that house. Neither my former landlord or myself has any contact with the family who's bought it from him or any other owners afterwards. But I suspect it'll take more than a few generations of homeowners to persuade Vivian to leave her beloved little house. Story 3 This incident happened a few years back in Malaysia and was experienced by my cousin. I personally did not experience it, but the writer of the story was there when this incident happened. All names have been changed for privacy. It was a Friday night. My cousin Will, my friend Chris, and I planned to go out that night. We waited for Chris to arrive at our place before setting out in Will's car. That night, Will didn't feel like driving, so I took the wheel. Our first stop was to Yasmin's house to pick up two other female friends. This was where things got strange. Yasmin's house was a two-story, semi-detached brick house located in the Petaling Jaya town in the state of Selangor. It certainly is not creepy like those haunted houses. In fact, it was like any other ordinary middle-class home. We arrived around 9pm that night. I parked the car opposite the house on a grassy path. From where I was sitting, I could see the inside of the house clearly. There was a hint of light in the living room, but the porch was pitch dark. Will approached the front gate and started calling. Hey girls, we're here. Come on out. Seeing that Will was taking a long time to call the girls, Chris got agitated and went straight to the gate to call to the girls loudly. Yo, are you crazy? Can't you see that old man sitting in the living room? Remarked Will. I don't see any old man, Chris replied. While Chris and Will were debating at the issue, the other two female friends were already out of the house. In the car, Will asked one of the female friends if there was an old man sitting in the living room, but she said that the living room was empty, thinking because he was not used to his new contact lenses, Will didn't think much of it. We went on as usual. Then Monday came, and it was school. During the morning assembly, Yasmin came running to Will, and she was almost in tears when she told Will what happened on the day that we went to pick up the two girls at her house. 
On that day, Yasmin and her boyfriend had gone to the Genting Highlands, a recreational resort in the hills of the state of Panghan. And when they returned that night, Yasmin had a chilling experience. She said that from her rear view mirror, she saw an old man sitting in the back seat in between the two female friends and was smiling at her. That was not all. The description of the old man in which she saw was identical to the one seen by Will. Story 4 I've only been to one haunted house, and I don't intend to go back. While real haunted houses exist, haunted houses with actors are more common and very popular around here. I went to one with my cousin and mom last year on October 15th. It was a house where you followed the story and had to find your way out. My cousin and I got separated from my mom and wandered into a dungeon-themed room. Now, at a haunted house, the rules are, if you don't touch the actors, they won't touch you. So when I felt a breath on my neck, I thought it was my cousin, but she was on the other side of the room. My entire family is black, but my cousin looked at me, and I swear on my life, her face went deathly white. I felt like I was in danger, but I couldn't move because someone was restraining me. Someone laughing and swaying me back and forth. My vision clouded up, and I think I began crying. My cousin was screaming and clawing at whoever or whatever it was holding me. She pulled me away and returned to see a tall, skinny, white thing with no eyes or nose, but a smile that radiated evil. Even talking about it makes me want to cry. My cousin grabs my hand and we ran out of the house through one of the emergency exits. She bought me some water and we waited outside for my mom. When we saw my mom, the three of us confronted the staff, but they said that they didn't have an actor that fit the description of this creature. To this day, I still have reoccurring nightmares of standing in the end of a hallway, unable to move, as this thing stands on the other side, smiling. Story 5 When my family and I first moved to Minnesota, my uncle decided to rent out one of his properties to our family so we could settle in. At that time, my uncle recently purchased the new house for his daughter and his new son-in-law. The couple only lived in that house for a year until they moved out, and then my family moved in. The house was located in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. We lived there for about three years. Then my uncle decided to sell it afterwards. 
during those three years that we lived there, there were a lot of weird incidences that occurred. But I'll tell you about the scariest incident that happened to me. My sister and I share a room, the master bedroom to be exact, and in our room, there's a vent that connects to the basement right beneath us. So we could hear anyone who was in the basement clearly through it. So I often closed the vent and would only hear muffled sounds. But I know someone was down there. The basement was only halfway furnished, but my brothers stayed down there. There were no bedrooms down there, only a living space for him to set his mattress and belongings. One day, when I came home from work, I saw that the basement door was wide opened. I noticed that there were dim lights coming from the basement. I assumed my brother was home playing video games downstairs because he liked playing games in the dark and often left the door open so he can see the stairs whenever he needed to come up. After I ate, I went to my room to relax. I was touching my phone for about 30 minutes when I heard someone giggling, but it was muffled. Kind of like if you push your face into a pillow and started laughing. The sound of giggling was coming through the vent that was in my room, so I knew it was coming from the basement. I went to close the vent and I heard it loud and clear. It was definitely coming from the basement below my room. It sounded like... <laughs> then followed by... I thought that maybe it was my brother playing video games with his friends or watching a movie and that it was probably him making that sound. It sounded like him, yet it sounded like a woman too. My brother was in a relationship and often had girlfriends come over time to time, so I thought nothing of it. I was really tired from work, so I decided to take a nap. But because my brother was home with me, I left my bedroom door open just a bit. This was the first time I have ever experienced sleep paralysis. I felt my blanket being slowly dragged off of me and I opened my eyes. I was staring at my door and for some reason my eyes jolted only to the bedroom door. It was like tunnel vision and in slow motion. I saw a woman with long dark hair. She had the biggest grin I've ever seen. The grin was too wide to be normal, and long fingers slowly opening the door wider and wider. As she was coming in, she was giggling like how I heard from the vent. I kept trying to scream and move, but I couldn't. I was breathing really hard, trying to break from whatever this was. Because mind me, this was my first experience with sleep paralysis, so I didn't know what to do but try to move. I still remember how she looks like. 
She was very pale, long face, long jet black hair, and slender long fingers. Her eyes were pitch black, and she had a slightly crooked jaw. Even though she was giggling, her wide grin never moved. It was like I was hearing her giggle through my mind. She slowly levitated to the foot of my bed, and I felt pressure on my chest. I'd started cursing and praying my grandma to help me. At the same time, my mom came home from the garden. When I heard her open the front door, I was able to break free from whatever that was, and quickly jumped up. And ran into the living room. I sat right down on the couch, and was sweating all over. My mom asked me what was wrong and why I looked so pale. I was dazed and confused, still thinking about what the heck happened, and trying to determine if it was a dream. I looked at the clock, and noticed that I only slept for forty minutes. I didn't answer her. Still pondering, my mother then proceeds to tell me to take out the ribs and put them in the oven because my brother is about to get off work. That was when I realized the whole time that I was home, my brother wasn't even home yet. I went to the kitchen and saw that the basement door was closed, and there were no dim lights turned on downstairs. Eventually, my family and I moved out of the house. I haven't experienced anything like that for a good three years. I recently got married over the summer, and my husband and friends enjoy going camping together. One night while camping, I decided to go into my tent to sleep first, since my husband was still up drinking with his buddies. I kept tossing and turning, with a weird feeling. I swore I heard. <laughs> Ayo! Thanks everyone for making it to the end of this episode. Please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, everyone. Thanks. Bye.